Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Good morning, everyone. It's the Go Long Podcast. Thank you so much for making this part of your day, part of your week. This is the week seven wrap-up episode. I'm Tyler Dunn here with Jim Monis. We're on uh, opposite ends of the country here, bright and early, Jim. How, how's life out west? San Diego, you know, when San Diego lost the football team, I shouldn't say football team, an NFL team, it was quite quite depressing because that's like one of the best markets to go to right one of the best cities you've got the beach the weather just the terrain is gorgeous so you know a little, little jealous of you out there taking it all in right now yeah, i was i was lucky enough tyler to um spend time out here in the aaf football league in like 2019 uh i was working for the san diego fleet the team in the aaf mike martz was the head coach and uh, man, it was Charleston, South Carolina is probably my, you know, it's my favorite place in the world. This is number two. I mean, San Diego is, it's everything you could want. So yes, being out here this weekend was nice. Leaving here, it's nice to go back. Buffalo, go see my son. I think the weather actually was the same. Sounds like you guys had a beautiful weekend. It was nice. Oh yeah, it was super nice here. So I was, yeah. You know, gonna do the uh, tropey. Oh, now you're gonna come back to Buffalo, but no, it was really nice, and it's just a good place to. No, live. I, so I saw that. We won't, we like, won't okay. do that. No, yeah. no, it's, no, I'm not worried about it. It's good. It's all good. So yeah, what yeah. do you think? We got. What do you think? No bills. No bills. No bills, but um, some very uh, interesting topics to get into today. I think. Uh, also, we should remember to. Give some love to Fatty Beer Company. They are fueling this podcast, this show, as always. We're going to be there this week. Uh, be on yeah. alert for when exactly. We haven't talked offline, so we'll figure out our schedules, Jim, and uh, hopefully make that happen. But, um, yes, thank you, Fatty, for everything. Get your pumpkin beer. Yeah, we need, a good, IPAs. we need a good fatty. We need a good fatty day. That'd be good. That'd be very, very, very very good. That'd be a smart decision. So, Jim, where should we start? I wanted to kind of start with these aging quarterbacks that didn't look <laughs> as great, but 
but we could we could be a little more optimistic. We can be, be a little more upbeat. Is there is there a quarterback that got a little separation uh, through the weekend's events that that you know opened your eyes at all? Yesterday was fun for me, quarterback wise. I thought the NFL, I thought the quality of football was really good yesterday. Um, now, could it have been that I was sitting outside in San Diego um, at, in Pacific Beach watching all the games? Uh, that could also put you in a good mood to get to, to get watching NFL. But uh, I really was the uh, Giants Jacksonville game was intriguing to me, believe it or not, because I'm fascinated with what Dable is doing in, with the Giants. Because to this point, I know we've talked a lot about Daniel Jones yesterday. I thought he had chances to really seal and put his stamp a little bit on where he is for this team, what he means to this team this year. And I thought he didn't come through. Really? Um, I didn't think that. Yes. I would be concerned right now if I was the Giants. And I think this might be the best Daniel Jones has played. <laughs> and I don't see it. He I ran for hundred yards. Well, that's what he does. And I think that's what you have. I think that you have to factor that as part of his game now and, and, and put him in the Jalen Hurts, Lamar type impact that his running has. I'm not talking the same style. I'm talking the impact that his yards have when he plays quarterback because his impact right. isn't picking defenses apart. And now in his defense, and I, mean, I know I'm like now I'm defending him, but that receiving core they have now isn't their, that's not what they're, you know, that's not their best receiving core but that they would want to put out there. So they are, I just feel like this. When you think of the Giants' offense right now, it's it's Saquon, it's not the quarterback, and I, I just to me that always tells you you might have the wrong guy at quarterback. If he's not the first guy out of your mouth when you talk about that team's offense, um, I I think we lost you, Jim. Can you hear me? He's always going to fit into that range where. I lost you. Oh, we're back. We're back. Okay. Sorry about that, Jim. We're back. We're live. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I don't know where I, I left off. I was talking about. I think about it cut Daniel off when you were talking about Saquon like, Barkley, like leaning heavily into him on offense. That can be an indictment on Daniel Jones. It, a little bit to me. Like if, if, if you're using Barkley because your quarterback isn't the guy that can get things done, that's a concern, but I wanted to say, you know, they aren't fully healthy at receiver. So I don't want to like totally, I just, at some point, Daniel Jones has to produce in big moments, flip it to Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence, he had the same opportunities that Daniel Jones has to finally put his stamp. He had defining opportunities to make long drives. He did not do it. And um, I thought both of them missed throws um, that we've seen over the years. I'm just not there yet with either one of them. I'd be, how about this? I'd be concerned right now if I was Jacksonville a little bit um, because at some point you have to do it. You have to stop living yeah. off that you were the number one pick, that you do have talent. You got to make the, you got to do it. And I think that's where like a Jalen Hurts is kind of, you know, proving himself as a young quarterback where he is, he is producing in some big games and big moments um, but especially in the first half. But anyway, um, yeah, I thought those for those two quarterbacks, Jones and Lawrence, I'd be concerned. Um, 
Mahomes, we don't need to talk about it. Ridiculous. Let's what, stay on the what Giants he did and to that, for that 49ers defense is so good. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I just think that's really fascinating. I mean, you made a really good point because if you're the Giants right now, yeah, go to six it. Six and one. Yeah, I did. I mean, Daniel Jones is finding a way to win at the end. He, they, the, the fourth quarter drive, I think it was a, some kind of marathon drive, right? 15, 15 plays. Mm-hmm. Let's pull it up here. So there was, I'm talking about when they're, when they're down 17, 13, start of the fourth, 10 play, 79 yard drive, close to six minutes, made some plays that drive, ha- had a long run, you know, runs it in himself at the end. It's, it's, it's you're runs. right. It, it doesn't look like this is something that can last. Like the, he's not just carving you up from the pocket and converting throw after throw after throw. That's and all. granted, like you said, the receivers and there's some other mm-hmm. issues, injuries, but they're winning. They're win- I mean, what, what can you do if you're no, Joe Shane, are. Brian Table and the Giants? Like you can't do anything but just ride this out for now and see, see how far it takes you. Uh, and then it's, you're going to have a decision making the off season, but uh, I, this is their best option right now. And I'll say this too, like how many really, how many quarterbacks in the NFL are just great at the, at, at the current moment, no. how many great quarterbacks are there? I mean, not many, the parody and the and Brady was no. right a few weeks ago, the bad quarterback yes. play, the bad offensive football. It's, it's kind of everywhere. I think it's because these more and more defenses are just watching, you know, red zone gives you that good cross-section view of the whole league and all the action. And just look at the defensive coverages. So many teams now, it doesn't even matter. It used to be like, if you had uh, Rogers in his prime, like in, in 2012, after that crazy 2011 season, all these defenses were sitting back in two shell. It was a d- daring green Bay to run with Alex green and James Starks and, you know, I think they picked up Ryan Grant late in the season again, d- daring them. And they, it, they had to make a concerted effort. Like we are just going to hand the ball off and run, which it's kind of funny, you know, a decade later, they probably should do the same thing. Aaron Jones had, I think eight carries to almost 40 <laughs> passes again, which is a crime. I was um, waiting to see how long it was going to. No, no, I'm not going down that road yet, but I'm that. just saying it. It's not just the Rogerses that are getting that treatment. It's all, almost all offenses and all quarterbacks. Yeah, the coverage wise. Facing those, yeah. that too deep shot just isn't effective. So you're not seeing a lot of big plays. Like defenses are forcing quarterbacks to like matriculate the ball down the field, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 play drives. And, and the Giants are doing that. Like, I know it's not pretty. I agree with you on everything, Daniel Jones, and that, They'll probably have to still think about that position, but mm-hmm. they're six and one. Saquon Barkley is an MVP candidate. Jones didn't turn it no over. Question. I think he was just sacked once. No question. And the defense is playing well. Like you can talk yourself into that formula. They're going to get healthier. Uh, I don't they're know. They're going to get healthy, I, and they're most likely going to make the playoffs. And this is where you oh, have to yeah. be honest with yourself. It, when, you know, when you're Joe Shane and 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 Dable after the season, like this. Sometimes that playoff thing can that make you just keep Jones and, and keep riding it out. Only they know how happy they are with Jones as far as how he is, you know, taking on what Dable's trying to get done offensively. Only they know that. And if Dable's happy right now with Jones and where he's at, and he can see him progressing just like Josh Allen progressed in his offense, you know, that only Dable knows that. I personally just don't see it. You know, it doesn't look right to me when you watch him at quarterback 
compared to the other quarterbacks. But he does have playmaking ability because of his legs. And he does have some ability. To, to your point, though, you're right in that eventually, like what if if you have average to below average uh, quarterback play? I mean, just in terms of like throwing from the pocket, completing passes, you know, getting into a rhythm. If you don't have that, it eventually just bites you in the ass, right? Like, look no further. I think than so. Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo, and only a year after he he took you to the Super Bowl, I mean, you're you're trading away three first round picks and a third um, to get Trey Lance, and I think we saw why again uh, on Sunday when you're facing Patrick Mahomes and the high powered Kansas City Chiefs, and once again his stat line looks pretty good. If you didn't even watch the game and you looked at Garoppolo's numbers, you'd say, oh, what? What are they talking about? And then, then you watch the game. And then and it's it happened. Like, and then it that's happened. Why? Like, that's why you give up everything for happened. Trey Lance and, and dare yourself to get better because it's – and I know yes. they're banged up with injuries and everything, uh, but even if they were healthy, you, you can see that Garoppolo is a player that is going to hold them back. At some point, he will – he's going to bite them. And that, that throw at the end of the first half when they're going down to take the lead, down 14-13 – um, a little bit of pressure. I mean, it's crazy for a guy with so many um, snaps and so many career games. Like, God, he, he really uh, he just pees down his leg when there's pressure in his face. Every time. He just gets like, a nervous purpose and the ball just comes out. Just go, it doesn't, it doesn't know where it's going. It just, it just throws it. I love um, the nervous purpose. I love the nervous purpose. <laughs> I know it sounds um, harsh, but it's just, it's strange. That it's, it's not harsh for him. And that was a I throw like I that I don't you. care what his numbers are. That throw, you had a bad game. That ended the game right there. Agree. I, t- I think I texted you right after. I was like, that was unacceptable. Like I, and I said, basically the same thing. I was sitting with Doug Whaley and, and I said the same. We both said, you, you played too long. You've played too long. Like to do that. That was, that was, I was very, very young. That was poor. That was just poor. And then, and you you can't make mistakes against the Chiefs. You cannot make mistakes against the Chiefs. You can't. So, just before we anyway. completely move on from the Giants, what's your yeah. what's your overall feel on this team? That I think that this each week, each comeback, um, we have to take them more more seriously. And now they're thinking about first, you know, first round bye. I mean, that's realistic. Do you, do you see them as a legitimate contender? Yeah, I, I think in the NFC, it's I think it's totally anybody can beat anybody. I you would you could ask me about that. You could ask me about any team in the NFC. I'm going to say yes, they have a chance. <laughs> I hate to say it. I who who are you feeling good about? Like there's just yeah. As far as the Eagles right now, obviously are kind of the, but they can be beaten. I mean, their second halves this year of games have been terrible. Mm-hmm. So anyway, no, I, I, you know what I was thinking about with the, does it remind you of the Bills now that that um, it would have been the 2017 season when the Bills broke the playoff drought. Now the Giants are probably going to have more win. The Bills snuck in there at the end. The Giants are probably going to, you know, probably dictate. They're probably going to get in, you know, more commanding, but are you solving your problem at quarterback just because you make the playoffs? Was he the reason you made the playoffs? Was Tyrod the reason? Or 
there are some similarities. You look at the receiving core, like look, look who Tyrod was throwing to that season. I remember they were rebuilding. Yeah. Yeah. You and Doug were let go and I feel like it was the next day. It wasn't the next day, but it felt like it. Then Sammy Watkins, Ronald Darby, just. They started. (laughs) And good, you know, and like I said, they had a plan, go for it. And, but I, the point of it was they didn't let that playoff run blind Mm -hmm. them on Tyrod. Right. And then they they take that gap year to go six and 10. But they they let Josh Allen take his lumps. That's why I let these guys play. And then it was quick. It was the, the, the next season, Buffalo's in the playoffs. So I think and you're right. Was, there are moments, though, that feel, I don't know, like a couple of these wins for the Giants. It, it, it feels like the wins that Buffalo had on the other side of that all. Like in, yeah, was it 2019? Like that win against Dallas on Thanksgiving Day felt like the Giants win in London over Green Bay kind of felt like that. Like they've had these arrival like wins, but I think at the end of the day, you're probably right where they're, they're still going to have to really ask themselves hard questions at quarterback. And they're, they're going to, though. they have the right people running the team. And what, Hey, if you can get this much out of this team right now, Oh, life is good for the New York Giants. I, I think, and this is what's great. It, you're just making me think about the Giants. While we're talking about, but Dable, obviously, is a coach of the year front runner. I would think one or two, and the guy that he's competing with, I couldn't have been more wrong on is Pete Carroll. <laughs> I could not have been more wrong on the Seahawks team this year. I mean, Unbelievable. I didn't know much about this running back. I, I'm not to jump gears, but Dable should Go be. Ahead. I, Dable should be. I mean, to your point, they're they're structured right. Everything we talk about on this show, and they just got to get that quarterback thing figured out. Well, remember when the Los Angeles Chargers uh, chose Brandon Staley over Brian Dable, right? Wasn't that a thing? Wow. Yeah. I just keep thinking about Sean Payton watching those Chargers games. Boy, that might be the spot. L.A. Justin Herbert. L.A. Did Sean we mention Payton. L.A. for Sean Payton? Seems like a place he'd like to live. <laughs> I'd love to see that combo. Kind of volatile um, ownership, though. Cheap ownership. It is. It would. It might. It, knowing, you know, Coach Payton's going to do is, obviously, he's, he's only going to take a situation that hits every check mark for him. And ownership, is, you know, that's a big check mark. That would, that would deter, yes. That could steer you away. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, all right. So, all right, so wait. I yeah. Like so let's talk about that. I that running back. I didn't know a lot about him coming into the season. He obviously has been a nice addition. Gino is better than we all thought. As far as he, you can't you can't know this until he plays, right? Mm-hmm. We just all assumed he's going to be the Gino that comes in and kind of goes 500 for the Seahawks until Russell comes back. They don't throw the ball at all, right? The defense keeps them in the game. Gino gets a win, but doesn't put up stats. They let Gino loose a little bit, and he is talented. I mean, we all knew that coming out of college that he had talent. Just assumed he never could put it together for you know to be a full time starter. Just, I love the way they're playing. I love the way his demeanor is. His toughness, his accuracy, has been everything you want. And then that running game. So. Pete Carroll, I've had my issues. You got you got something going. 
John Schneider. There they might have been justified. a reason John. There might have been a reason John Schneider was trying to move on from Russell Wilson. <laughs> right, a year, a couple earlier. years ago. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, your issues are warranted. I mean, he did get on to your elevator before you exited the elevator. Oh, I would kid. never, I would never let anybody live that down. I think that's an issue that maybe it took, I, I used that too much as my, uh, I, I can't do that when evaluating him as a coach. I, I let that blind me. <laughs> I, I think it en- enters the equation. It says a lot about decision-making respect, general respect. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like, he's known to be like, you know, the rah-rah. Yeah. Coach, well, we didn't plan know. this, but they played the Giants this week. So we're going to learn Where's a lot that about game at? Who, who thought you know what? the Giants versus it's in, um, in Seattle. That's a good one. I'm glad you brought, I didn't look at the games this week. That's good. That'll be a fun one. I hope, I hope we can get to fatty this week. I'd like to talk about that game. Yes. We're going to do it. That's a good one. I think this draft class too. I mean, you really look at Seattle's 2022 draft. It's, it's one thing they did the right thing. And finally, like moving on from Russell Wilson. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the bold thing to do. The coward thing mm-hmm. to do is to just pretend like everything's okay with your quarterback as he ages and you just kind of, you know, play out the string. So they, they get a bunch of picks, which is great. Like good. You got picks. You got Geno Smith as your quarterback, Drew Locke competing with him in theory. You have to do something with those picks, right? Like the Cleveland Browns with Masashi Brown and all the, when they went all in on analytics, they just couldn't draft anybody. Like they, they traded down and in, into in Corey Coleman that one year. I think he was out of the NFL in two seasons. So you, you need the draft. Well, and you look at their draft, they found two starting corners, two starting tackles, a star in Kenneth Walker. I mean, him, that 74 yard touchdown it almost looks like he literally slams a gas pedal and just outruns the other 21 players on the field, which in it, and we just talked about how there's not as many big plays in the NFL this season with this too deep look and you've got to run the ball. Well, they've got a big play threat. Not every team has a big play threat, just somebody who's liable to go the distance, any given play. Um, so that gives an otherwise boring run first offense, some pop. Like he, every week, it seems like he's busting one. I'd be worried about every DK week. Metcalf though, right? Like is, yeah. Is, I don't think it's a poison pill, but they, you know, it's you, funny. obviously you don't want him out for an extended period of time. He's getting the MRI today. We don't, we don't know the status as we record this, but um, I think Seattle, New York could be, it's one of those games in the middle of the season where one of those two teams is, going to get a little separation in everybody's minds and a little more legitimacy in everybody's minds and okay they can they can win with daniel jones they can win with geno smith um who the hell thought we'd be talking like this <laughs> no i was just thinking that we're talking about dable and pete carroll and ah, it's pretty good i like that though i like that hey oh i know what i wanted to tell you about yeah. yesterday you're cincinnati Bengals. They're, they're that team right now. Uh, so when I'm watching these games, I'm thinking, okay, Bills and Chiefs in the AFC are obviously just, we know, top two. And then who's knocking, who's going to try to knock, who do the Bills and Chiefs, who do they not want to see, you know, in the playoffs? And I'm sitting there like early. Who Nobody wants to see the Bengals. Man. That's like that, that basketball team that, you know, is just coming in. If they get hot, there's nothing you can do. That's that Bengals offense. They, 
they were when they were they were so on yesterday. It was Burrow and Jamar Chase put on the highest level of quarterback receiver talent level plays you could ever watch. What I saw yesterday, they were both. Sorry about that. <laughs> they were both phenomenal. Like just the the Chase. I, I don't even know what to say about Jamar Chase as far as how talented he really is for his size. I don't know. It was just a special day watching those two. So I guess I was thinking about your Super Bowl prediction. You're nobody's gonna want to play them. Yeah. I feel the same way about Miami. I feel the same way about Miami. That offense, if Tua, if Tua could actually get consistent, because that game last night against Pittsburgh, if we want to talk about it, I thought Tua was terrible. I thought he kept Pittsburgh in the game. I thought he was seriously um, not good enough at all. Like, he can't play like that. On Cincinnati, real quick, just because we were yeah, talking sorry, about I jumped defensive all yeah. coverage and how teams are taking away the big play, I think what makes them so dangerous is Burrow and Chase, they've got such a great rapport, and they know where it's, each other are going to be play-to-play. Play. I mean, look at that. The one touchdown, next-gen stats had the numbers. I think it had it was the most difficult completion that Joe Burrow's had, and it had like a zero – Point seven yards of separation to the from the man to the receiver. Like there was no way this ball right. should have been thrown. No way this ball should have been caught. And Burrow does. I mean, up the right sideline, you know, you, the, the corner is just like, there's nothing else he can do. He's got Chase hugged up against the sideline and the ball's high away. He catches it with his hands, glides into the end zone. You know, he goes for eight, one thirty, and two touchdowns. Tyler Boyd goes for eight, one fifty-five, and a touchdown. T. Higgins is seven yards away from hundred yards himself. They get some production out of the tight end. They run the ball enough. It was, you know, I know Atlanta. It was Atlanta defensively. Uh, I don't care. Like that was. That I don't was care either because I saw. I was watching the plays were. It was talent, high level talent. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so your Bengals are. Yeah, they're coming back. Miami, man, it starts good with Tua. It tends to start. Yes. He was hot. He was feeling it. Yes. I was a little uh, quick on the trigger with a tweet saying, man, if he if Tua plays like this, they could beat anybody because he just it feels like he can go full NBA jam. It's just everything comes easy. You're 100, boom, boom, 100% boom, boom, right. Boom, right down the field. Finding the, the sweet spots, and, and, you know, knowing exactly where the pressure is coming and just getting the ball there in the open space, right down the field. And then all of a sudden, Pittsburgh adjusted. And took away some of that stuff. Tua had a blip of hesitation. He had to think of just a little bit more. And it just four dropped interceptions. And that was the game. Pittsburgh doesn't drop those interceptions. They win the game. Pickett wasn't obviously it, that great himself. But, like, the defense no. for Pittsburgh played well enough to win. Which you couldn't have counted on. I just thought Tua lost out on so many big plays with his lack of accuracy. Guys were – everything was behind receivers. There was nothing catch, getting guys catch and run. Um, decision-making, awful. All the stuff we've talked about with him that always concerned me, the decision-making. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. They can't get away with him playing like that. It, we talked about Jacksonville being concerned. That would be the first time I would be – if I'm Miami right now, I'm like, okay – that can't happen. Like we we stole one. 
Yeah. Pitt- Pittsburgh's fighting so hard. Pickett looked really young to me last night. I know he's like kind of a mature, you know, he's a not a young, you know, in terms of coming out, but he looked young. He looked young. He did. Yeah, he had the wide eyes last night. He, he did. He, he wasn't seeing things. He made some nice throws, like, you know, all that shows you and that he has something to him. The toughness is there. I like what you just said. The wide eyed was there. He did, he wasn't seeing things. And that, that, you know, those throws at the end like that, that's just, I, it just, you sit there and watch Mike Tomlin, you know, all the work the coaches are putting in and that defense somehow, somehow held that team. That was Steelers yeah. game to win. You know what's crazy though? You talk about collecting wins a lot on this podcast, and Miami. Yes. Not only did they just win just a game, get it. they probably That's didn't why I said a business it. winning. Yep. Look at their schedule one. coming up. Granted, you got to go to Detroit. Never an easy place to play with against my Lions. Oh. All right, I, I know, I know, I know. I took Detroit, them. I Chicago, them. Cleveland, Houston, and then you've got San Francisco. But I mean, a, a <laughs> chance to really reel off four wins for Miami. <laughs> Um, you know, you know what? No, nothing's guaranteed in this league, but no, nothing's guaranteed, but they're in a, they're, they're in a position to get kind of right back to where they were after they beat Buffalo, not atop the AFC East, but feel, feeling good about themselves as a legitimate playoff team. Like, and which is crazy to think when Tua is on his back and his arms are up in the air and his fingers are curled and he's up unresponsive and he's taken off on a stretcher and what did you make of Tua just running with the ball lowering his head initiating contact I take it that if he's cleared he's cleared yeah cleared means you play football the way you play football and if that's I your think, decision to yeah. play that way you know the risk I don't know what else we, to we've say talked about, about it. it often on this show like if it's, it's I, unbelievable I, I'm yeah. all about I'm very pro-America you're right like pro uh, making your own decisions in life with your mind, with your body. Like you, you <laughs> we know as much about injury risk and concussion risk as we possibly can. I mean, if, if Tua a wants to continue playing the sport and B play the sport, the way he's playing it, then who are we to say? And plus like running outside the pocket and, and, and going up field, lowering your shoulder I feel like there's less injury risk when you're kind of initiating and, and you're lowering your shoulder than yes. just being a sitting duck in the pocket. Right. Or, I mean, there's so many yeah, other the way ways you ran the ball. Just, it was yeah. a little overblown when people were like gasping and worried about that. Just play. commit to it. I think you just commit to it as a player at that point. Like, Hey, if it's going, if I'm going for a first down, I'm going for the first down. I'm not slide. Yeah, exactly. Just let people know, just let people know, just make that your decision. Um, all right. Do you want to just like rattle off some games here quick? I know we always omit oh, real few, quick but... on just real quick on how about Green Bay, Washington? Um, yeah, we talked about geez. Heineke. I, 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 you know, we talked about Heineke weeks ago where he should have been playing for Washington from the start. That was that you. Was the, you saw the way that team, I don't know how much you saw, but I just, I like the way those players were ha- like that. He's the leader of that team. They benched the leader of that team for for a guy that isn't better than him. There was something more to that story in Washington, how that went down. Because Dan that's Snyder not right. Injecting yeah, himself. Something more to that. 
football decisions. Something more to that story. I just, there's no way that you could say Wentz. That, it was cool to see that. So, Rodgers, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Here's the best thing. You had asked me, I remember on our pod before the season, because we both like Green Bay, and you said why, or somebody asked, why would Aaron Rodgers, why is he coming back? Like, and I'm like, he must want to win a Super Bowl. He must feel like this team is good enough to win a Super Bowl. It's the only reason he's coming back. Without Devontae Adams, he must be that driven. I, that's what I thought. I thought he must have been that driven. Uh, it's, hey, I get I it. The, rec- the receivers dropped a lot of balls. Um, the line, shaky. I, I get all that. But at some point, you're the $150 million quarterback. At some point, it would be nice if he just took a little bit more accountability and responsibility than he typically does after games, you know, going through the miscues of others, which which he did again, and hinting at maybe doing some more outside of the pocket stuff. He kind of had a smile on his yeah. face, and, and when he was asked, like, you know, he because the last drive, he made some plays outside of the pocket. It looked like old Aaron Rodgers, but... That's remember when things went south with Mike McCarthy. He basically just took that playbook, threw it out, did his own thing, was trying to improvise, which is great when you've got Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb at his prime, you know, Devontae Adams or Donald Driver or Jermichael Finley yeah. or Greg Jett. Like when you've got this talent everywhere, yeah, you can street ball it, go ahead. But when you've got young receivers and a strong running game and, and you need to lean into certain things, operating outside the confines of Matt LaFleur's offense isn't the way to go. So it will be interesting. You know, actions will speak louder than words. There'll be a lot of platitudes. There'll be a lot of nice things said between the quarterback, the coach. He'll go on McAfee and you know, call us all idiots for questioning the team where they're at. Like, it, well, you know, we know the runaround by now. But that was an interesting comment, I thought. And you know, Taylor Heineke, he, I mean, it's not like um, Taylor Heineke is surrounded by all pro players either. Like, it's – and, and – he made plays in big moments that Aaron Rodgers couldn't make. And let alone the fact that, I mean, Jair Alexander, your 20 plus million dollar corner is getting roasted by Terry McLaurin. Um, He's so good. I get it. They've got some other issues on this team. It's just, it just does not seem to be a lot of accountability out of the quarterback and green Bay is not going to say anything to him. I get it. Matt LaFleur is the coach. He in theory could, should, uh, but they they cut this deal a while back. I think they'll just kind of ride ride this out, and it's gonna take a 2016 like run. Just Aaron Rodgers turned it on like he's never turned on before um, for for Green Bay to you know win five, six, seven games in a row and and reassert itself as a, as a Super Bowl contender. Because I don't know. I mean it. They should, they should just run the ball, right? Aaron Jones, eight carries. That's ridiculous. That was I, know, I know it wasn't that effective, but he's your best player. He is yeah. he is your best talent. You saw it on the touchdown catch. And to just not even use him in the run game, basically, when you're throwing it 35 times, uh, why, why even show up? Why even play if you're not going to give the ball to your best player? So. Yeah, you can see some frustration, and, and now, hey, now you're going to Buffalo. Now you're a, a huge underdog <laughs> like you've never been before on the road against the hottest team in the NFL. Um, it doesn't even seem like that. 
I didn't even look what the spread is. How long do do the the calm and the Zen and the manifesting positivity and (laughs) all that stuff? Like at what point does that not fly? And at what point do you just need urgency and a little bit of panic? A little bit of panic could be good. It was more of the same. If you're in the front office, let me get your perspective on this. And like, I mean, you saw, you know, you were with Drew Brees a number of years through some ups and downs. And I mean, whether it's him, whether it's anybody in your face of the team is struggling. Um, I don't know. Breeze probably never struggled like this when you were with the saints, but if you're from no, the front office and the I face know what of you the mean, team though. is struggling, yeah. what, what, like at the podium, because everybody kind of follows his lead. Everybody's going to yeah, follow no behind Aaron Rodgers. What do you want no out of him in this moment? Do you, do you want that? Maybe I'm wrong. Do you, do you want that calm? Everything's fine. Or do you want a little, shit for the lack of a better word you know like do you want to do you want a little something to him like no we got to turn this around it starts with me i'm the leader i'm the quarterback it starts with me i need to play better yeah anything remotely close to that out of aaron Rodgers. you have to be yourself you have to be who you are yeah you're right that's not him it's it's just not him and it used to be fun it used to be kind of fun the whole relaxed thing and all that when he was out there producing now you're being yourself good okay you're not you're not the tim tebow you know we're never gonna lose again i'm gonna bang my head through a wall you know (laughs) you're not that guy but now you're not you're not making plays like you used to and it's 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 hard for me because we all you know i do love watching him play and to watch him play like this i don't know why he came back i don't know i don't get it i don't get it now I honestly was so convinced he was coming back because he believed in in, in this team. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't seem like he believes in this team. Yeah, the camera caught him sniping at Romeo Dobbs. You know what the effort? We I'd love to know. So there's that stuff sprinkled. I'd in. love to know he and Lafleur. I'd love to know what their talks are. That would be that would be interesting. I don't know their relationship, but it's being <laughs> when all relationships are officially being tested, it's being tested. Well, I don't know about you, Jim, but whatever's said at a podium, I believe 100% to be the case. You know, it's clear when they project um, a message that that is absolutely the case behind closed doors. So I don't want to hear it, Jim. I don't want to hear it. Tyler, we we had no idea Rex Ryan was being fired. We had no idea. (laughs) I just get get a kick out of people, you know, I, st- I still hear it from time to time, you know, snippets from my Bleach Report story in 2018, um, where uh, actually it was 2019. Got my, got my years mixed yeah. up. Well, well, you know, that, that's been debunked. No, that line, that don't be the problem. It's been debunked. He's come out. Oh, what the hell do you think he's going to say? <laughs> do you think he's going to? Uh, of course. Yes. He's going to deny. Of course. I think that's, you that's- are... I, I, you, you've been on to his personality quirk, however you want to describe it. And it's showing this isn't, this isn't a guy that should be the leader. You're not, you can't act this way. Those, those and he put up with it when he's really good. Hey, I get, I get that. That's what I'm saying. When he's balling out, he's an MVP. You put up with the BS, but he's average right now. Now. Yeah. Now. So. But that division still, I mean, it's not like they can't yeah. figure it out. You're right. 
he, you know, maybe, maybe that's why he's calm when you're, you're three and four it staring down the barrel, his. three and five. But I mean, look, the Saints and the Panthers are two and five, and they're one game out of first in the NFC South. He's gonna have it's gonna have to take a drastic. He's gonna have to be the Aaron Rodgers MVP caliber player to get this team right. And because it's not just him, they're not completely like you pointed out, they're not completely right on defense either. I mean, I thought they would be a little better on defense than you. Oh, yeah. I don't want to act like I was right and everybody yeah. else was wrong. I mean, I picked this team to be in the Super Bowl. I thought the defense was going to be dominant. No. I, yeah. They, I they've, they've, they've been, so they haven't been they bad, be but they've been, too. Yeah. they've just kind of been I agree. solid okay. to okay. Um, I agree. Right. I mean, you've got to get that stop on third and long against Taylor Heineke. I mean, Kenny Pritchard, Kenny, Kenny Clark has Ow. the pressure up the middle. Yeah. Tags Heineke and, and, and he, Heineke stands there. He takes the hit. He delivers it. It's such a great throw. And Jair I Alexander. I mean, that has not been money well spent so far. Um, Surprising. He wanted, hey, he, he wanted to take on the best of the best. Mano a mano. Like, don't give me zone help. Don't don't have me on anybody. Like, he wanted Terry oh. McLaurin in this matchup. And McLaurin. Yeah. He schooled him. him. He did beat him on the Got touchdown him. and he beat him on the third down to win the basically hard close position. The game. It's such it's such a hard it position. Is. Because right. it's to your point, there is that one-on-one aspect of it. Like and, and we all know anybody one-on-one, you're gonna lose some. Like it just it happens. Somebody's beating LeBron. There's somebody out there that you know is running around still to this day when LeBron was some, you know, sixth grade or something. Some kid yeah. may have beat him one time. <laughs> Still talking about it. <laughs> I'd love to find that kid. You know, <laughs> that's a great, that's a great point. <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyway, all right. So wait, um, Green Bay, Washington. Like, was there anything else? I liked yesterday. That was a good NFL day, I thought. It was. You know, lastly, let's just touch on Tampa Bay. I mean, they lose 21 oh. to 3. Your Carolina yes, Panthers. <laughs> By the way, Look at their standings in that division. I'm telling you, Carolina is not completely out of that thing. I mean, I still don't know. PJ Walker, man, I'm hey, telling I, you, I can't imagine what's going on in Tampa, Tyler. Well, you can see why they didn't want to just give Brian Burns away. Uh, he, he's a stud. They, they've got players on he, defense. They, they do. We, they talk, we talked about this. We, we talked. I, it makes you feel good, at least, to say, okay, we weren't completely crazy to think DJ, look, the receiving core more. I mean, come on, that guy's a player. Yeah. Well, I mean, this anyway, game's more about Tom Brady, about right? Yeah. Will, oh, it's this is unbelievable. The, they're three and four. About, just showing no signs of function. Like that dysfunction is. I don't know, man. It's hard. It's hard to think that they can't affect him. That's all I can say about it. That's a lot to go through. He is going through a lot off the field, as we know. It's, That's what I'm saying. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it's not even, we can't even write it off as like TMZ page, whatever it's called on no, page six no. spot or like it's, it's real. It's real. When you, it's got to be affecting his play when, I mean, he's 45 playing, playing the most violent sport. He's already accomplished everything. 
every every player talks about finding your why like why 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 do you play and so many guys say i i play for my family i play for my my wife i play for my kids i play for super bowls i play for you know glory maybe making the hall of fame one day i just was watching the game thinking what's tom brady's why at at this point i mean what is getting you up in the morning to play I mean, you, you know, then you see him just cussing out his lineman last week, and then uh, Mike Evans drops that long touchdown this week. I was going to say, that drop yesterday, I wonder if, yeah, you never know how that can Why? spark you. Right. It's it, You know, and Ben Roethlisberger, I, I'm paraphrasing on, on a podcast, didn't he say last week that it looks like Tom Brady just doesn't really want to be out there? He, I mean, a guy like that would know a contemporary that who's been there. Like he probably had those same feelings at at different points last season. Body language, like you can, you can see it. It's, it's such a commitment. It's so hard to win. (laughs) It's like, and if you're not fully committed, yeah, you're questioning what am I doing right now? Jim, you have a flight to catch, so I should I shouldn't keep you any longer. <laughs> Thanks for doing this before you fly back. I'm east. back to Fatty. I'm gonna see you at Fatty this week. Absolutely. Um, yes, we'll have the details on the site if you want to join us at Fatty's for the pod. Go ahead. Patriots Bears tonight. Mac Jones, Justin Fields. Who we got? Who we got? The Zap Man is put on ice for a week. I think he's still got it. Which hurts me. I wanted to see him. I wanted to see him. Patriots. Yeah, Patriots are winning tonight. Patriots. Let's do that. We that's gonna be a good redraft episode too, that quarterback class. I like it. Trey Lance. Yeah. So let's do it. All right. Sorry. Also, finally, the blood and guts. It's been on a week now. Thank you, everybody. Um for pre-ordering way back when to ordering now. If you haven't gotten your pre-order book, I was in touch with the retailer and Hopefully it's shipped out ASAP. So they're sorry about that. Cannot wait for everybody to read the blood and guts on Amazon, of course, hardcover, Kindle, audible. And if you want a signed book plate, just let me know, email DM on Twitter. I'll mail you one to stick in here. Thank you so much. All right, Jim. Good to see you, brother. We'll uh, catch you in the flesh here soon. Talk soon.